you that uh, have listened to my last uh, episode know that um, I got the call. It was ringing, so I have to stop uh, recording. I apologize for that, but uh, I was in the end of uh, talking, uh, end of the episode, so it doesn't. I didn't break anything, but I I couldn't say bye to you, so. Um, but it was interesting what's happened after the last time I recording. And this is um, uh, August 14, 2021. And um, uh, I live in Sweden and uh, my name is Eva. And... Uh, I am 68 years old, but I'm a modern person. I don't feel like I am 68. I feel more like 35, like that. Um, the, uh, what happened was uh, that call, you heard the ringing. It was a woman that say that she have uh, she have called a wrong number, and she was a little. Uh, uh, she stopped when she like what she was saying, uh, because she wanted me to tell her my name, but I always say only Eva. I never say my last name because it's it's a rare last name I have so it's easy to find me and uh, I have been in that situation that I have had a, a stalker uh, when I was young when we have telephone books and he looked up my name and he called me the whole time. And uh, I know uh, it's uh, it's important to not say uh, the full name of you when you, especially today, what's going on uh, in this world today, to not say more than your first name. And so when they call me from the doctor, uh, they always ask, is this, and then they say my, my full name. And I say, yes, it is. So they have to know my name. Um, but that woman, I was not thinking anything about it. Uh, but it, it was very strange because I don't get any telephone calls. Maybe I get a telephone call once every third month like that. Uh, 
and that is from the hospital most of the time. Um, and I am, and then uh, next day after that she called. I got uh, on my phone. I got uh, a message that I should. I have order vaccination for COVID nineteen. It says uh, we will. We want to confirm that you have have order apply for for vaccination, and it was for in first September first. I should come and do the vaccine, and uh, I was first. I was thinking that it can't be because. I have only about ten minutes to a place where I can get vaccination if I want, and this, what they say, I should come to a place that is about. I have to take a taxi, this for disabled taxis, uh, and it's about one hour drive to that city. So it's not even in my city. So I was thinking it's it's something fishy here. If it's I was thinking first that it's my son that have done something uh, because he he live in that city where I should go and get my vaccine. So first I was thinking it was he, but then I it was a link on in the message, and I did I don't uh, I don't use my telephone like other people do, like a computer. I have a a laptop, so I go and look at it. Uh, yeah. In my laptop instead, and um, look at that link, and where, when I click on the link, I click on where I should go. It was like a profile. My own profile was made there, and uh, it should be. I don't know because I didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't go there, uh, but because the link took me to a, a bank ID, I should write down my birthday number, my ID number for myself, and then I should open my telephone and uh, and uh, do the bank ID code on that website, and uh, that was very fishy. So I I called the police and told them about it, and I think uh, that woman that called me wrong, 
I think she wanted to confirm that it was me that because I should get that message on my telephone. So she wanted to know if it was me that have that telephone number. So she'd be confused when I didn't say my last name. And uh, But they, they took the risk to send me that link. And I said to the police, they didn't know where they send the link because I have work computer most of my life. So I know this about co computer, internet, and the stakes. I say. So uh, she, uh, the police was worried that I had uh, had uh, click on the link, but I say I don't click on the link of my telephone because it's open very much there in the in the telephone. If they can hack into a telephone, so I, it's more safe to be on the laptop and do. But I did, uh, but I never uh, uh, went in there, and they think it was very strange. The police was very strange that, and uh, she said the police that. It's very fishy when they want you to write down your your ID, both your personal personal ID, and also go in with your telephone with your ID. I have my bank ID on my telephone, so that's what the police say. It's uh, because of the, this with the idea things that uh, they thought it was very fishy. And, uh, and then when I have talked to the police, I, I, I investigate a little more about this website. And it's, uh, it's a little scaring what's going on today because... Uh, they they have a, a doctor, a trust doctor in this clinic. And uh, he's, he was from Iran. Iran was a Muslim man. And um, I have talked talk to you in another episode that that uh, terror will come with uh, with the health things uh, with doctors hospitals medicine that's where the terror will come from the muslim side for us in uh, western world um and um he it was very scary because he, this man had he had not been so long time in Sweden he had 
uh, he grew up in in Norway, but he was from Iran, and uh, and then when he come to Sweden, he go into a political party. So he infiltrated him into the political system, and then to my surprise, it I read that he was involved in the police. And then he do the research, his science uh, and research on crimes, uh, this uh, about violence against women, rape, these things. Here, that means that he can. Here in Sweden, is it like this that he can open up all the documents, everything, the whole idea on every person here in Sweden? He can go in and see everything when he's in the police, when he's in science, and then. He can't walk in as a political person, but he he can uh, listen and know what's going on when the, in the political system in Sweden. So I I saw when I checked this uh, doctor the clinic had that he he have for a short time been infiltrated in the whole society system here in Sweden. And I think that the police will will see it also that it's very strange. First, they maybe think that uh, uh, this man is an important man in the society and he, he had been with us, the police these things that they're gonna see but if they are a little smart they see that so much he had been involved in and you know that uh, there there is uh, doctors there is people in the society that they buy uh, they buy their own certificate there is doctors here in Sweden that have not been in not one lesson into the doctor school. They have bought all these papers and, and made made them by themselves also. And maybe he 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 have checked out out me that I do these things that have been uh, with um, God to do and he think that I am a Christian person so he want to take me and uh, but it's not that kind of thing because I have no religion 
But in the same time when you say you have no religion, that means that if you don't believe in Islam, you are the enemy of Islam, whatever you you believe in or not believe in, as long as you don't don't uh, believe in Islam, then you are enemies. And uh, in this time now, you know it's um, yeah, in Kabul. There, uh, the Taliban's are taking over Kabul in Afghanistan, and uh, it's a waste. It's a waste of money, waste of life, waste of. So many have died when they have been to Afghanistan to fight for their freedom, for the people. And now suddenly they they disappear. And uh, I think it's more than what we know that what is going on. I, why should they run away from Kabul if they have been in Kabul, the military from all from all countries that want the freedom in Afghanistan, from dictators, why should they run away now? It's there is also some fishy. It have nothing with the president of United States to do. Because there is many countries, they are running away now. And they left behind those people that have worked for them. So that's not, I think it's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. I'm not a political person, but I, I feel for these people that is left behind. Even if uh, they may be, many of them have counted of some benefits to help United States or help Sweden or whatever country there is in Afghanistan. Uh, but they still are human, they are still people. And it's not nice to know that they are coming and kill them. So, uh, um, there is nothing to do more than than God knows what's going on in in Afghanistan. It's a very bad country. But it's wrong to run away. But we don't know what it is. It's maybe something very, very dangerous going on. More than Taliban's is very bad.
but it may be something else that only the, the army know what's going on. And I tell you something more that happened since the last time I recording. I I go out, uh, I drive out and I pick uh, uh, fruit and berries from from the forest uh, for free. And I sit, it was maybe two o'clock in the after, afternoon. I sit there and uh, I clean up some some plumes that I have found and suddenly as it was like a crash it sounds like a crash in the air and then I on my left on my right side in a um, in a chair it was like someone come and sit down in the chair and uh, I was thinking, I, I maybe saw something wrong because I have, I had some a jacket there, on the chair, but I saw that the jacket was not uh, laying like it sh- should could uh, fall down. It was uh, laying safe in in the chair inside the chair. So I feel, I felt inside me like I know, I feel now that someone is here. Um, I felt like it was someone sitting on the chair. And then I feel this chill like I I do when the spirits are here. but then I be very very sleepy, and I go. I felt me depressed also. So I I went to take a nap, but it was usually I, I take a nap uh, or rest, what you call it. Uh, I, I'm about four five in the afternoon but here here it was two o'clock and I should not be sleepy but uh, I say first I say to her that uh, I'm going to bed now and sleep and you can talk to me in a dream or something when I fall to sleep you can come to me in a dream I say to the, this person, but then I I, I remember that I can't I can't I can't say like that. I have to involve God in in this when I'm talking. I always do that. I talk to God before I, I start the recording, so he is involved in the recording. Uh, so I s- say to God that uh, uh, let uh, let this person uh, spirit uh, 
say something. Um, can you allow her to do that, God? I say to him. And uh, I, I go and lay down in my bed. And it was very strange that also. But, but I have got it many times. Uh, that in, in a second it's coming a picture to me. Uh, non, not that they are saying they are not saying anything to me but I get picture of people <coughs> oh, and uh, this it was just a second before I fall to sleep It was um, it was a girl that was about between ten and twelve years old, and a white person and with blonde hair, long blonde hair, and she she threw some something on me. Uh, it was. You know, I, it was just when I fall to sleep, just in second, a second before I fall to sleep. And she was angry at me and she, she threw some, I don't know what it was. It was not balls, it was rounded, but... I think it was not boring because it was not solid. Um, so something else, and maybe is she coming back so she can maybe tell us what, why she did that to me, why she was angry at me, or what is no. I can't undo it, but we can talk about it and let me know what it is I can, what I have done. So on, not only that threw something on me and not saying anything. And uh, I think uh, I felt like I should recording no, because because someone uh, like forcing me to do it. It's not a real force, but I feel like it's time to do a recording and time to listen. If someone from from heaven is coming through and. Uh, it's uh, it's this girl it's this girl that coming through she she has showing up here uh, sometimes now and she have coming closer to me and uh, and i have seen uh, seen in the air i have seen 
a swift. It's a swifting in the air. It changes the air in some places here. And uh, I know it's she that's coming and she is standing now here ready to talk. So I will see what she, why she is angry at me. What's, she say that, that I have not seen her. She have wanted me to do something for her. She say, you didn't realize, she say, you don't really realize how sick I was. And you are a healer, she's saying. And I felt like you ignore me. And I, uh, and I wonder when, when was it I ignore you? It's, um, she showed me a hospital, inside the hospital. In a, in, there is bed, in a room with beds. And she said, it, <sighs> oh, she entered into me now. Mm. Um, remember this remember that I was so young I was so young how could I know it was I was so confusing in that time it's the it was something I I didn't complete with her. It was this at the hospital when I was 16 years old. I didn't know so much about, I didn't know God. I didn't know much things. I was confused in, in that age. And... Uh, she said that uh, you come and, and now she's talking about healing again. You come into my room and you took your hand over my head and you make me to could walk again. I was disabled. I couldn't walk and I couldn't talk and... Um, because I have been to a car accident and my parents was killed. And she say, I say, why was it not enough that I, I did a healing on you so you could walk and you could walk? What was it I could do? anything because 
I was confused and um, it was where I sit and wait for that little girl I had with me to the doctor and I heard God was talking to me but you know I didn't know God so I I was not awake so I didn't know what it was and uh, God took me so I was not my myself in this what could I do for you more than she said she said it's she mean that I should in some way uh, be there for her when she didn't have her parents she said that I, I I should come back to the hospital and be with her in that time when when she grief her parents and um I don't, she says she had been angry the whole life on me because of that. But uh, have not you got the information from heaven how it was for me? I was not an, an ordinary girl of 16. I was confused and I I was in so many abusive situations in my life I was not strong person and I didn't know God I didn't go to the church I didn't read the Bible when I heard God is telling me to go and lay hand on you and heal you. Uh, she said that it's like it was sticking to my mind that you never come back. I was waiting for you to come back the whole time. And you never did it. And I said, it's very strange that no one have talked to you about it in heaven, so you know what was going on. That I, I have never done it. It's a weakness I have. In my brain, to it's hard for me to to feel uh, emotional for any person because I have seen so many evil things in my life before I was sixteen years old. I was abused so many times, so I cut off the emotional 
I I can't still today I I am not crying for a person that have died. I can't do these sort of things because it's um, a scar I have from my childhood that uh, I can love people but I can't go into emotional bad situation like it was for you I I don't know why why they have not talking to you in heaven about it it seems like they want you to talk to me about it and now she's saying I, uh, she know the answer because she said that uh, I should talk to you for a learning. Mm-hmm. Of course, I feel sorry for that you sit and wait for me at the hospital for a long time. And... Uh, I didn't know. I thought you were. Yeah, and I, when you were at the hospital, you were in the children's area, and in children areas in that time, you must be under sixteen years old. So, when I saw you lost. When you threw these things on me, you look like you were 10, 12 years old. But I don't think that you were. Maybe you were 12. Uh, because you must have been under 16 years old when I was in the hospital. And... Um, She said, do you know that? You know that, that we in heaven, we can decide what age we will be. And uh, here is your learning and your reminder that God wants you to have. That's why he sent me. That is that we in heaven, when we come to heaven, we can decide what age we want want to be. And when I come to heaven, I, my hap- most happiest time was when my parents lived. Uh, so... So I wanted to be in the happy time when my parents lived before the car accident. So I was younger in that time and then I'd be younger in heaven because I wanted to be in the best time of my life. And you know that. You know it already because you have been to heaven and you have find out that in heaven they're going to 
give us the best time in our life. And for you it will be in this time, in your age that you are now. Because that's your best time you have, is today. And uh, everything in your life have been evil things and you have been abused so much up to this age. Uh, so for you is gonna be that you going to be about 69, 70 years old. But for me was, is it that it was best before I got the accident and you know that uh, even if I could walk, I, my whole life I had pain in my body. I could walk but the the pain was there the whole time and uh, and you you know because you you hold your hand on my head and you you could feel that I have no skull on that side that you hold your hand so it have been a struggle for me my whole life and that's when they say ask him heaven in what age I wanted to be and I say I want to be in that that age when my parents lived because there is maybe a chance that my parents is the same age when they died in the car accident. So we will be, oh, it's coming very much now. It's very confirming that what she tell us now is right. That I, even if I move on and, and live for a long time, I was, 42 when I went back to heaven and uh, I I met my parents in that same same time as the car crash was so that's why I looked younger for you and I was not in that age that I was uh, in the hospital. You saw me is like I was under 16, but I was maybe 14, 15 years old. And, uh, and I've been for a long time in the hospital because of the crash car crash so that's what it's gonna be and uh, we come together our family come together in the same time when the crash was and they kept them in, them in that age for us to be together in 
completeness in heaven. Because I was the only child for them. And uh, that's why it, I said, I told you that I had no one. I was by myself. I don't like I don't I don't like that you the whole time have you make me be on my own you have closed door for me for for me to be as, so lonely as you were when I left you in the hospital and that's not nice that you have kept me to be on my own. It's, it is you that have stopped me from have friends and have a family. It's you that have done that. So... What are you going to do now? Are you going to be the same? That you stop me from everything. That you want me to stay lonely. Alone. Not have any friends. Not have any family. Nothing. Not have my grandkids. So. That what... I was thinking that you should come through. Not that I knew that this was you in the hospital, but I was thinking that that person that come down here and sit in my chair, that this person with that kind of anger you show me, that it should be something positive. I was hoping it should be a positive thing. That you that you could take away your anger uh, against me. Uh, when you come here, down here. It's God's mercy on you. Because... Uh, I have some time left here on earth. And so there is it's still time to to repair what you have done. There is time you can repair what you have done to me. I knew it was so, some curses on me. I know that because I have seen that everything have I thought good things should come to me and many things I could see it coming to me good real nice things and then it was like stopped it never come many promises people have done suddenly it was not there and people avoid me and they, that's you that have stopped people to to come and be my friends and have nice things 
together. So you can, if you are not careful, God can place you in hell. If you, if you do this, things I say to you, I don't say you should be, but you can be like that, that you will be departed from heaven. And, uh, and uh, but there is time for you to repair the damage you had done for for me in my life. I'm still here on earth, so there is time yet for you to do good things in my life to help me. And help God to spread the message. Those things I recording. Everything that I have recorded in my podcast. It's God's podcast. It's Jesus Christ's podcast. It's Heaven's podcast. It's God's kingdom's podcast. And you can do so much things to help us. To... Help me to could spread the podcast to the whole world. For the, the whole world to understand what's going on. That they understand that I talk to heaven. Understand that Jesus Christ is coming down sometimes. Understand that the... Holy married is coming down here and and the special that God is coming down and talk to me. It's you. I find the answer. I'm so happy that I find the answer. The who is who is uh, cursing me and you have cursing me for a long time. And it's time for you to stop. Because it's... Ooh, I see. It's like Jesus when he went into the temple and cleaned up those um, market place in inside the temple. When he said that it should be a house for prayer. In God's house should it be and he means it should be peace it should be a prayer and peace and you have to make peace with your state of mind that you have you need to stop what you are doing that's it uh, I I don't want to see you like that. I think I think I share the picture that I have in me together with you how you be swept away from from to be to have in heaven. You're going to be separated from your parents and and that will not be joyful for them. 
when you're leaving, but God will tell them why. And they understand your parents why. Because you can't hold back my life only because I did something that you didn't like when when you were when we were young teens. That's so bad. That's very bad. So if you want to have real peace you have to make peace with me and understand that I couldn't do anything. It was hard for me to feel anything for you when you sit there, even if I heard that you were on your own. It's uh, it's not that. It's coming again. That is like everything is on me. In everything in my life. And that's you also that have done it that everything is on me when the when the doctors say they could, can't help me because uh, there is other that need help more than me like that uh, that you you have taken away so much other things in my life so we heard you now. You have had your moment now. And I don't want you to come back. Uh, because you need to have peace in yourself. And leave me alone now. And don't stop me anymore. Don't stop my life. Don't. Don't. Make. That the doctor, I'm going now in four days, I'm going to a doctor and he is going to tell me what they find inside my body, what they find in my pancreas. And if he say that I have cancer in my pancreas, then I know it's you that have done that. That's you. Because you want to stop me. So that's. That's. Uh, you are so very wrong. But. Uh, God has make this time. For you to come. Because you. Should teach me. Also so. He spare you. Because of that. And but. He may be not spare you if you if you don't change your mind and repair what you have done to me. So oh yeah. Mm. That was that was interesting. That was it's amazing that answer I got now that I know what it was so far far away it's 50 years and it have been 
in all these 50 years it have been wrong things happened to me the whole time so that's interesting to come to know what the curse where they come from we will see if things happen good things happen now that it should have been for 50 years um, and like I say, I am going to the doctor. Next time I'm recording, I know what the doctor has said. They have done a MRI scan, scan on me. They have scanned my body and they scan my organs and they scan a special pancreas. Because, and they have told me that they have seen something in my pancreas that make a big hole in the pancreas and that make me be sick. Almost my whole life have I been sick and, and it have been so very hard because uh, people doctors and people have say that I'm so fat and uh, it was only one doctor that say that to me that it's not your fault he knew what was going on with pancreas uh, if the pancreas is sick uh, ill like mine is then it doesn't digest the food you get I eat so very very little and I don't eat any I sometimes I eat, but not every day I, I eat some sweet candies like that and now when I have diabetes I, I try to not eat sugar so and uh, I, I don't lose any weight uh, but that's like the doctor say it's not my fault because the pancreas does it and um, so I will see what's going on Wednesday now if you listen at if you listen just now um, it's the 18 August 18 2021 I know what's going on inside my body and I am not going to feel sorry if I if the doctor say I I, I am going to die because we all uh, is going to die anyway so uh, as he say, die, that's what they say here on earth. But I don't die. And I have been to heaven many times. So I know where I'm going. So I'm not scared at all. And I think it will be relaxing to know if if it was so. 
but I hope it's um, it will be a, a surgery that they do a surgery on my pancreas uh, because I know I I don't know but I think it's gallstone because I I had that in the eighties very very much gallstone attack so much so I have to go first in line and do a surgery very fast emergency and when I wake up from the surgery the doctor say that I couldn't go in and x-ray inside me uh, if there was uh, were any gallstone in the in those pipes between the the liver and pancreas and this and she shake her head and laugh at me and say that it it never is any gallstone in uh, that is inside a person when we are taken away the gallstone she say but it was in mine it's very strange that she say that and they fail to go in that I know that that's the devil that stop them from going and look at it but I think that in that time in the 80s I think they couldn't do anything the, the, there is more chance that they can succeed to take out the gallstone in my pancreas today than it was in the 80s so it's God's timing everything so I hope I I got that from the doctor that uh, they're going to help me by uh, they go in and take a piece that piece of the pancreas that the gallstone is laying in, in it they can take it out very easily with a I don't know what it's called, but this pipe they do in this television program when they take the stomach out from fat people like that. It's only a hole they go in and it do it. So, but pancreas is a dangerous place to be in. Uh, so, that's a risky surgery anyway but it's uh, like I say that I have been to heaven many times and I know how it looked like in heaven so I am not frightened the only thing I'm frightened about that is painful before I die that's the only so thank you for having listened it was very special with that girl that's coming. So I didn't know what her name is. She never say her name. Um, in the hospital. And not here either. She say, uh, it sounds like she's saying Teresa. Teresa. Or something like that. Um. 
So thank you for listening. And God loves you, you know, and I love you too. I'm so thankful that you listen and thankful for all my followers. Thank you. Thank you.